welcome to another edition of Medicare Simplified with your host, Dave Miller. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another edition of Medicare Simplified. I'm your host, Dave Miller. And today, I'm going to try and help you prepare for annual enrollment, which starts October 15th until December 7th. This is probably one of the most important times of the year for people who are on Medicare or will very soon be going on Medicare. So what I want to cover is some considerations, like do you need to change plans or stay on the same plan you're on? Some do's and most importantly, some don'ts. So we're going to start out with some considerations. How has your health been over the past 12 months? Has it stayed the same? Maybe a little better? Uh, maybe some things have started breaking down or going bad. Well, if things are starting to go downhill a little bit and you're on a zero premium plan, maybe it's time to consider a premium plan that has some lower co-pays and possibly more value-added benefits. If you're on Medigap, like Plan G or Plan N with a separate drug plan, and the price is getting a little dicey because it does go up every year and it will continue to do so for some time maybe it's time to look at switching to Medicare Advantage. And during Medicare's annual enrollment period, that's the time to do it. But remember, before you switch from Medigap to Medicare Advantage, keep in mind, you're not going to go back unless you're in impeccable health. And we all know once you start getting up in the years, chances are some things are going bad and they could underwrite you and then table rate you, in which case you'd pay a higher premium than if Otherwise, you'd stayed on it. Another thing to consider is if you're on a plan that came from your employer, like, for example, school teachers have a thing called HOPS, and then there's government programs, or, or maybe you're on a employer program that was uniquely designed just for that particular company. Once you come off of those, it's highly unlikely you'll be able to get back on them. So again, take your time. Think this out before you make any changes from any of those programs. With Medicare Advantage, you can always come back or switch around from one to another. You're guaranteed accepted no matter what. The other ones, once you're in, you're in. But if you go out, you're not going back in. So with that in mind, again, think about how your health is. Is it the same? Was the plan you're on taking care of you with reasonable premiums if you have a premium plan? Co-pays you can afford. That's one thing to look at. On October 1st, companies will start sending out their annual notice of change packet. ANOC is what agents like myself refer to it as. This packet will tell you how your current Medicare Advantage plan or drug plan, if you're on Medigap, will change for the next year. You want to take a careful look at that. Just because the premium may have gone down a little bit or maybe up one or two dollars, is it still worth keeping? Look at a premium plan that you may have versus the co-pays. Like I've said in previous podcasts, if you're paying $50 a month and you have a $35 specialist copay, but you see another plan out there that's $20 a month and has a $25 copay and other copays kind of like don't jive with the premium you're paying, definitely time to take a look at switching. Make sure the doctors and drugs are covered by your plan. Don't take somebody's word for it. Have the agent look them up. Better safe than sorry. I've already run into a few scenarios where a doctor wasn't in and the person said, hey, don't worry about it. It's only going to be 50 bucks. Turned out to be a couple of hundred. So you don't want to run into that predicament. 
Another thing to look at is remember that a higher dollar plan doesn't always mean it's going to be a better plan. So again, premium versus co-pays is the ratio good or is it kind of like, what the heck is going on here? More money and higher co-pays? Okay, to give you a little more dental, but is that worth paying more for doctors, more for inpatient hospital, more for x-rays, lab work, and so on? I don't think so. Make sure you take a good look at that. Another thing to look at is the star rating. If you recall, I did a podcast with Ashley Mountain, and we talked about star ratings and how plans are designed. If you missed that episode, please go back and watch it. It was very good. And Ashley gave great examples on how plans are designed and created. If you're on Medigap and you're considering switching to Medicare Advantage, I did an interview with Tom Kennedy just prior to the previous one I mentioned. Again, fantastic information. And both of these people have been in the business for years. They actually work on designing plans and are in an executive level. Fantastic information. Great interviews. They are a little lengthy, but they are full of good information. Make sure you have a pad and pen ready to take some notes. You're going to want to see those. Now, another thing you want to look at is if you've had a problem or a question, you couldn't get a hold of your agent and you called member services, were they prompt to answer the phone? Did you have to push one, then six, then five, then three, then two, then seven, and then wait forever to get somebody on the phone only to be disconnected and not get a call back? Well, I don't know about you, but member service is important to me. I have questions. I want answers, and I don't want to wait around for half an hour, and I don't want to be on the phone for three hours just to get a simple question answered or a problem resolved. So member service to me is also vital in having the right company and the right plan with that company. Again, all of this is just some advice, things to think about and look at very, very hard. If you're going to go to a seminar, for example, company XYZ is holding a seminar, by all means, go. You're gonna get accurate information from the companies that designed and put out the plans. However, here's where we get into the don't category. When you go, by all means, sign in but don't do anything else. They need to know how many people came to these things to justify the expense of the seminar. Do not give them your phone number. Do not give them your email address. Do not give them your mailing address. And I'll tell you why. In Medicare, cold calling is illegal. That means if you don't ask them to call you or give them permission to call you, they cannot. But when you go sign into that seminar, if you put your phone number email address or regular mailing address on that card, that's what they call implied consent. And if you gave them a phone number, that's implied consent for them to call you. And they will over and over and over until you finally get them to stop. Likewise for email, you'll get so much email, you're going to regret the day you put that on there. Mailing address, if you want, you can put it on there. After all, all you got to do is take it out of the mailbox and chuck it in the garbage can, right? <laughs> but that doesn't mean don't do it if you're really interested in that company's plan and you want someone to call you. But if you're just going for education or if you're already on that plan and just wanting to get more information on the updated plan for next year, then it's up to you if you want to put that on there or not. But if you're not with that company and you're just getting information for comparisons, only put your name first and last, and nothing else. Just trying to look out for your best interest because sometimes they'll sell that information 
to call centers. And I'll get to that in a minute. The best way to get information without getting blown up on the phone, emails, and a ton of junk in your mailbox to where you get a hernia checking your mail every day is to get a hold of an independent agent that's licensed with multiple companies in your area. This way, they will sit down with you and go over everything, looking up doctors, drugs, comparing plans with ABC to XYZ to PDQ, and we all get the same commission regardless of what plan you pick, no matter what the premium, the commission doesn't change. That would be my advice, is to get with an independent agent. House agents, such as company XYZ, they're going to make it like a car dealership. They're going to try and sell you their product. They're going to try and move that out the door. Independent agents, we don't care what company you go with. We don't care which plan you go with. We are out to service you to make sure you are covered with the right plan at affordable rates, premium and co-pays. Now, here are some don'ts. Again, all printed material, whether it be mailers, information packets that you get in the mail, scripts that you hear somebody read on the radio, or TV commercials with celebrities like pro sports players, football, baseball, basketball, what have you, or movie stars or game show hosts, ignore all of it. Even though Medicare approved the script or the printed material, it's all going to be somewhat misleading somewhere in there. Now, I can't say that 100%, but a lot of times, especially when it comes to Part B buyback, oh, brother, there's some doozies out there for that. For example, they'll say, we'll get you $144 back on your Part B premium. What they don't tell you is that's the total amount throughout the year that you'll get back. So you get $12 back over a year and it's $144, right? It's not $144 monthly unless it states that. So look for that. Also, they will say, we will take care of your Part B premium and give you low to no cost on your drugs. That's true if you have medical assistance. If you don't have medical assistance, now we're into the bait and switch. And that can happen on any mailer, any commercial, whatever. They'll make you think that you have an amazing plan available to you. But then they'll say, well, you don't qualify or it's not in your area. And then they'll switch you over to a different plan that is in your area just to try and make the sale. Again, this is where an independent agent can be a gem. They will know if you qualify for certain plans or not. They will know what's in your area. They will also know what is the best-selling plan in your area and company. Again, only advice, and it's up to you. Now, when it comes to call centers, oh boy, this is my favorite. You can no longer trust caller ID. If you missed the podcast called Scam Slam, watch it. Mary Bach talks about all kinds of things when it comes to doing things over the phone. You don't really know who's on the other end. I actually got a phone call on this phone from my own phone number and had a conversation with somebody I never met before. Nowadays, technology has made things dangerous when it comes to the phone call. They can put phony caller IDs on there and make you think they're calling from company XYZ when really it's a hacker or someone trying to steal your identity or get your Medicare card number so they can create all kinds of medical fraud. It happens every day. I've had clients left and right call me over the last few years that got scammed or 
they might be legit, but they're not really checking to see if your doctors and drugs are in network. They're just saying, yeah, we cover your drugs. We'll cover your doctors. Well, that's true, but they didn't check to see if that doctor takes that particular plan. And that's where people get kind of like jacked up because they didn't cover this one guy's drugs except for two. And he took seven. They only covered one of his three doctors. Luckily, he had what they call a special enrollment period. He called me up. We had a little talk about why didn't you listen to me? <laughs> and then I was able to get him back on his plan the following month. But he went one month with bad coverage. Luckily, he had enough of his prescription drugs to get him through that month before he needed a refill. So that was a huge relief for me and for him. When it comes to call centers, again, you don't really know who you're talking to. They don't have your best interest in mind. And if there's an issue down the road, you call that same number, you don't know who you're going to get because that agent made the sale and he's done with you. He doesn't care about you after that. Independent agents like myself, we rely on your business. We rely on you because you will give us referrals if we do you right. Karma goes both ways, doesn't it? And if we take care of you, we know we've got a customer that's happy. Yeah, you should see my plan. It is so great. And my agent really took care of me good. Well, then your friend's going to ask for the phone number. They're going to call that particular agent. And guess what? That agent's going to reap his rewards from doing you right. So call centers, maybe 10 years ago, it was safe because caller IDs weren't being jacked like they are today. But now, in my opinion, they are the most dangerous way to do anything and not just shopping for Medicare. Anything that involves your credit card, your birthday. Oh, heavens, if it involves your social security card. Oh, Lord, it's dangerous. I think you already know that, but I just want to reemphasize that. Enrollment over the phone, not a good idea unless you personally know that particular agent or maybe your friend said, hey, call my agent. He'll help you out. And you're a little antsy about meeting in person for a variety of reasons. You know, all the things that are going around today that could be contagious or maybe you're just a little bashful on meeting someone. Well, talk to that agent because your friend already used them for one, two or three years. They're happy with that person. So, you know, you've got a boundary of trust and safety factor built in. You know that agent will take care of you. That's the best way I can tell you to prepare for Medicare's annual enrollment. I want you to make the right decisions during annual enrollment. I realize most of you probably aren't even in my area, and that's fine. I just want to make sure you, the Medicare beneficiary, are well-prepared, make well-informed decisions, and do the right thing the first time around. You got 54 days from October 15th to December 7th, so there's no need to rush. And by preparing in August and September, you're ready. I hope this information was helpful, useful, and informative. Remember to click that little like button down there on the corner. And don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. You never know. Some of these podcasts could really answer a lot of questions for them or educate them if they're getting ready for Medicare. I've enjoyed talking with you today, and I look forward to continuing our journey together. Have a great day. If you've enjoyed this podcast and don't want to miss future episodes of Medicare Simplified with me, Dave Miller, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to check out my book, Medicare Ready, Set, Go 
available on Amazon in paperback and Kindle format. If you're looking for Medicare advice, please reach out to me at dave at mig, the number four, letter U, dot net, or online at mig, the number four, letter U, dot net.